0: Friend. Hello, friend. <laughs> I wish you'd just say hello. Like that. Hello. Uh, hey, let's. can I ask you what you're drinking? Start off here tonight instead. Okay. Want to mix it up a little bit? Sure. You don't have anything you want to catch up on? No, I don't want... I, I do this because I have to. Every week for the last two years, I've done this because I have to. <laughs> You really you
1: you really want to know what I'm drinking right now? No, let's okay. skip it. Uh, what? Let's skip to ketchup. Let's okay. go
0: right to drinking because I got a lot to talk about. Right to right. drinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is how we hang out for anyone who's wondering. <laughs> Tyler walks in and says, Skip the bullshit, let's start drinking. <laughs> um yeah, I'm drinking a uh a Tito's and Diet Coke, which is mm. not something I normally do, but I've The only whiskey I have is, like, I feel bad putting it in Diet Coke. Sure. You know, one of those things. Not that it's super great quality, like, you know, really nice, but whatever. Um, I've just kind of been, like, on a light alcohol kick recently. Light meaning Mm -hmm. clear. Um, I don't think I've ever had that before. Tito's and Diet Coke. I don't think it's a natural combination. I'm telling from my current experience. So <laughs> right. Now. I mean, last week I said that alcohol or uh, vodka exists to make non-alcoholic things alcoholic. And that's pretty yeah, much true, but it's kind of the uh, you know, the nail polish remover taste is kind of coming through, but that's just because I used Tito's probably. But
0: I also want I also want to clarify here from the beginning that I made a comment about people who wear white t-shirts last week. And uh, I was sitting down to do this podcast and realized that's exactly what I had on. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't slamming. I was just saying a white T-shirt guy is a guy, you know. It's a specific guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I we had one in high school and it was like he was the best, but it was like yeah, he that's all he had. Right. And he looked great in them. So okay, you know?
1: okay. Tell me what what are you drinking, and then I'll come back to your T-shirt oh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> because the way um, my brain works, I will self-destruct if we don't complete this segment and then move on.
0: It's cool. I mean, we just started it, and I already threw a wrench in the gears. That's we okay. just started last week. Um, I'm having a delicious glass Ooh. of Woodford. Hell yeah, dude. Look at that. Yep. And uh, I thought you'd think that's a lot funnier than it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> I Well, I have
1: a story about these. Um, if if you ever fly Alaskan Airlines, the uh, it's worth it to upgrade to like the whatever the premium economy is or whatever because with that upgrade you get quote unquote free drinks you know it's mm-hmm. included in what you pay but you can get your money's worth out of it pretty easily and the whiskey that they have is Woodford in those little shooters which I was surprised by so um, Alaska Airlines is the way to go if you if if they're going where you're going
0: but yeah. Yeah, yep, that's a good whiskey. I um, just found this uh, while I was buying another bottle of whiskey at there the liquor store. Why uh, is it that? I why is it you. that those little shooters have such
1: like a a connotation attached to them. Like you showed that to me thinking yeah. it was going to be funny, you know, and I didn't really react to it, but you yeah. But I I know what you mean. Like if you show up somewhere with shooters like that, you you kind yeah. of are like it's like white trash in a way, but even if it's yes. like a nicer alcohol, like they make like <laughs> they make patron shooters that are like little glass bottles, I'm pretty sure. So I don't really understand uh, what the connotation is.
0: I don't think I would ever Show up anywhere with one of these. Yeah. To be honest, this would be kind of like super high stress situation. Kill that bad boy and then just ride out the rest of the night. But what about all the places you go with a flask, though? Oh yeah. Well, the story behind the flask is, and I'm not making excuses for how much I enjoy whiskey because I do. I didn't. I didn't mean to tee that up as if I was saying no. What about your flask? But I'm
1: saying, like to me, they're
0: similar vessels. You know. Exactly. You're right. And honestly, if you were gonna offend me by now, you would have done it already yeah. in our friendship. So. True. Um, yeah, Nick and I, when we would play shows, we'd get bottles of whiskey in the back, in the green room. Yeah, and we could never take the bottles with us back in the day, so we got so used to kind of like partitioning out the bottle as much as we could take in the yeah. flasks. And um, yeah, probably don't need it now. But I, but we still do the same thing. I mean, we. It is illegal to drive around with open alcohol bottles in yeah many states yes uh, and countries. So we try to um, you know be a little more discreet than that. There was a time when like we were just putting whiskey bottles from the venues in cooler in a cooler and just clanking down the road, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, uh, this is gonna, not good. Yeah. You, you get pulled over a lot for having Oregon license plates and being in a van already. Yeah.
1: So anyway, the, the thing I was going to say about the t-shirts, why is it that, similar to like the shooter's thing, why is it that certain colors, like a guy that always wears a white t-shirt, is like, why does he only wear white t-shirts? But I almost <laughs> only ever wear black t-shirts and no one has ever said anything right. to me. It's like a vibe, you know? Yeah, If you yeah, wear, a vibe. If you wear black on black, it's a vibe. But if you wear all gray, it's a grout fit and you get made fun of, you know? So like so I've been trying to figure out why is it is there like an inherent quality about certain colors that people will notice or think about more or is it just at some point someone in elementary school decided to make fun of the kid that had white or a uh, gray sweatpants with a gray sweatshirt
0: on and it just like yeah. stuck you know Yeah poor kid Yeah I think I think maybe what the the problem is with the white t-shirt and how it gets associated with a certain person is that it it shows like barbecue sauce or yeah, right. ketchup, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's true. and then there's that Tim McGraw song. Yeah, hey, the barbecue stain yeah. on my t shirt. And like sweat stains and stuff. It shows yeah. shows filth sweat a little stains. bit easier. That I definitely think that's it. It just kinda associated more with like a rural uh blue collar man. Yeah. What same with the shooters. Yeah. I don't know why it just kinda <laughs> So here I am. Here you are with your white t-shirt and your (laughs) shooter. At least
1: it's Woodford, anyway.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: All right, well, this week we're going to be talking about fears. Big, small,
0: rational, irrational. What are you afraid of, Ty? Man, I like that segue. It kind of set me up to really feel like I could talk about this comfortably.
1: Well, that's what we're trying to... Trying to
0: foster a safe, comfortable space here at Similar Bane in the studio here. I feel like this wood for shooter's gonna get drained by the end of this thing. Um, you know what? I'm afraid of if I really sit down and think about it, I'm afraid of a lot of things that most people are. Yeah. And I stand up next to the ocean and I'm overwhelmed. Mm. And I and I think it's awesome. Yeah. But there's been a few times when I've been on a boat in the ocean and maybe only a couple times where I couldn't see any land. Yeah. And the first time I did that, uh we were on tour and we were playing in New York and we were taking the ferry ride, you know, mm-hmm. the tourist thing around the Statue of Liberty. And it was nighttime and that was the first time I remember was watching kind of the city go behind me and then you know i could see the island up there so i was like at least we were heading towards something but i looked over the side and it was just like the pitch black depth of the ocean was was right under my feet Mm. and and the bizarre thing was everyone on the boat just waiting till we got like towards the statue of liberty Mm -hmm. but i was out there just Losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Chucked over the side of the boat. Ooh, do
1: you get like seasick or you got sick from being like freaked out? <sighs>
0: like motion sick versus just anxiety. I bet it was the anxiety. Wow. You know, I'm not. I mean, motion, that doesn't really bother me. I'm, I'm OK with like rides and stuff like yeah. that. You yeah. Oh, we should talk about carnivals later okay go ahead <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there
1: <laughs> no i was just gonna say uh yeah the i've never really been or i guess i've never really thought about if i was afraid of the ocean or not until we went on that cruise a couple years ago yeah and i had no i did not go into it expecting to have any sort of anxiety about being in the middle of the ocean you know i, I just didn't really think about it all that much but that phenomenon that you describe, especially at night when you're out there and you can't see further than like a hundred feet, maybe like whatever on the boat is lighting, you know, and it's just black. It's it's pretty trippy. Like I didn't really yeah. want to be outside on the ship um, at that time. Not I was never afraid of like falling over or whatever. It was just this like this feeling of unease, you know, it just made me yeah. feel really strange.
0: But um, yeah, rationally, there's no real fear of being on, like, a cruise ship or something like that because I think the percentage of times that something has gone awry on something like that is probably very low. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's the what if kind of in the back of your mind.
1: Yeah, which is weird, though, because I I don't ever have that thought when I fly. Right. I I mean... And that, I feel like that would be way more catastrophic. Mm. If you go overboard on a ship at night, they're never going to find you, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's pretty <laughs> catastrophic. But if a plane goes down, I don't know, like, I don't know what they can do. But I don't I don't have any fear of flying. I talked last yeah. week about like travel anxiety. That I feel like that's a completely different thing. That's more about like the fear of not really a fear, but just like not wanting my plans to get messed up. Yeah. you know, or like details and stuff, but I'm never afraid of like dying during the trip. But yeah, on the boat, like, I don't know. There was one night where we were, we were sitting on the back, the very back of the boat It was pitch black, but all we could see was like the wake from, you know, the engines, the propellers or whatever. And like in that moment, all I could think of was if I fell over, I'd be gone. Even if, cause we were, we were there with like five or six people. And even if they like went and ran and found someone, the boat would have traveled thousands of feet before that had happened. You know, I'd be drowning. I can't swim. Crazy. So were you thinking about all that? Just in that moment. Yeah. I was also thinking about how badly I wanted to throw my phone overboard. Do you have this thing where like you're on the edge (laughs) of something and the only thing you can think about is I should just throw my phone or like you know, what would happen if I stuck my hand in the garbage disposal? Like stuff like <laughs> super
0: destructive. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one. Finally free. That's what you'd be <laughs> if you threw your phone over there. Yeah, I guess. But where do you go after that? Yeah, the the cruise thing definitely got me that second time. I mean, because we were, and you were helping a lot too, but we were working on there. So yeah. I was I was um, trying to get used to the stage kind of. Right. Moving a little bit, and and uh, Nick was kind of making it a joke, I think, to people he was talking to that I get got a little seasick, and um, so people kept asking me, you know how something like that kind of wildfire burns through a public situation yep, like yep, that. Yep. And and by the time it got to me, it was like I have seasick patches in in our room. If yeah. you need them, and I was like, oh, I'm, I don't think I'm there. I'm just I'm right. a little you know, yeah. I'm not, um, you know, jumping around on a stage like the Rolling Stones anyways, but you know what I mean? Right. I was definitely making sure my footing was good.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the seasickness hit me more than I expected on that trip. <clears throat> I've never really been, like, I've never gotten car sick. I've never been a motion sickness kind of guy, but I don't know what it was. I think, like, something about being standing still but seeing the water move by like through a window or like walking in a different direct, like something, something threw me off at one point. And then from then on, like the rest of that day, I was having a pretty hard time. I was drinking, well, I was drinking the whole time. So that maybe didn't yeah. help, but made sure to ask for <laughs> ginger ale in my drinks. <laughs> yeah. From that that's point smart.
0: On, but yeah, that was an interesting one. I, I follow a lot of um, ocean stuff and, and I used to be big into watching like ocean documentaries and stuff. I would put that on at night if I was working or something like that, just in the background. And yeah. Um it just fascinates me big time. I remember in, in high school being super interested in that. Um and like I was so amped when we watched uh like ocean videos yeah. in right. science class. You know? Right. <laughs> Any video really in high school. But yeah. um it's always fascinated me and and I want to someday scuba dive and yeah. be right up against it. Um, I just don't know. I immediately, I mean, I already know things that can go wrong when you're scuba diving. Right. So that's kind of keeping me on shore. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. um, I don't know. What, I mean, what about you, like being your body in the ocean? Yeah, I don't
1: love the idea of being in open water. I'm not a huge fan of it. My, <clears throat> when I was really young, or not really young, but way younger than I am now, my family had a <laughs> boat and, you know, just like on a lake. We weren't in the ocean or anything, but, you know, we'd go tubing and stuff. And even just then where I could see the boat, you know, a couple hundred feet away as it was turning around to come pick me up, like I just didn't like the idea of not being able to see what's under me you know, in a lake, it's not clear. It's pretty murky and and gross. And I know in my head that there's nothing that's going to eat me in Mm -hmm. a lake, in Johnson Lake in the middle of Nebraska. Right. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it just, I don't know, it tripped me out every time. And I think in the ocean, that's, that's the thing for me too, is just like the idea of open water really freaks me out. Um, like, I think I could do snorkeling or scuba diving or something because there's a group of people and there's the boat right there. And when you're snorkeling, you can typically like see the bottom of where you are. It's not that deep, it's, you know. Um, but these people that go scuba diving just like in open water, they can't see anything below them. They're just like looking for whales or something. I don't know. <sighs> I couldn't do that, man. I need to be able to, even if the if it's like 200 feet down, I feel like I need to be able to see what's
0: below yeah. me, you know. Have you seen that video that's kind of gone around a little bit where they found they think the largest great white to recorded off of the coast of Hawaii? Whoa! I didn't see and that. And this and this girl, um, just basically like a famous oceanographer, if that's a word, she's just swimming beside this great white, like grabbing onto its fin. Whoa! She's just snorkeling. Yeah. You know, she and I couldn't do that. Man. I just watched that and just feel what's that TikTok sound that's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yep. <laughs> that's how Yo-ho. I feel. It. <laughs> All right. So you're afraid of the same thing as me.
1: I, I don't day. know if you'll meet a normal person that's not, doesn't have some fear of open water like that. You know, of course that's there's, a of course there's people that'll go scuba diving or whatever. I have a friend um, who is like a, sneaky scuba diver like you would he's from like wisconsin and he lives in the midwest (laughs) you would not expect someone who grew up and lives in the midwest to be a scuba diver but he uh he spent some time living in australia or something and that's where he got like scuba certified or whatever and he tells me about this story about like he went i think part of the certification or specific part of what he was doing was like night diving and that to me is like (laughs) I mean, the water's black. You, you. I feel like you would feel like you're in outer space, you know, stuff mm. like that. So there's, there's, there are people who don't have that fear and are willing or at least willing to suppress it enough to go do the things. Um, but yeah, I'm not like, I'm not in any big hurry to go scuba diving. It's just yeah. not. I'm claustrophobic too. And I feel like even though you're not in a tight space, I would feel claustrophobic with having to breathe like through the apparatus and and stuff Um, and I I would be very sketched out about like I'd always be looking over my shoulder I'd always be feeling like I was gonna get the bends you know just like all of the like worst case scenario would be running through my head so it's I don't know I think it's not for me probably yeah
0: the bend sounds like when you would like open your face mask on your spacesuit,
1: yeah or something you
0: know yeah (sighs) okay
1: so what do you I mean what do you think about from the what do you think about space, though? Like, we talked a couple weeks ago about mm. if we would go to space. I'm, I fail to see how that's any more comforting than being on a boat in the middle of the ocean.
0: Yeah. You know what? That is so true. And we've gone there way less. But to me, for some reason, it feels more refined to go to space. It seems more calculated. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because yeah. guys just go out in fishing boats and, and storms come.
1: Because not just anyone
0: can go to space, but just yeah, anyone you can and go I to a boat. Yeah. Exactly. That's a fair point. Not that we aren't trying. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a fair gotta, point. Gotta fix that space shuttle. Is your thing with
1: water more about drowning or more about creatures
0: coming up on you and swallowing you? You know, I, I rarely think about the drowning. Yeah. And it's not and I know most beings that you come across in the ocean aren't going to be like innately wanting to attack you. Right. But it's this idea of being in the jungle with a lion or something. Mm. And I am not equipped to defend myself in yeah. any way. Right. It that's what scared me And the size. Yeah. I think even just like a harmless gray whale yeah just drifting by and i would have to think that it would be so quiet for the most part yeah right well i mean not quiet but uh-huh maybe if you have scuba gear on but but you're you're hearing the depth of the ocean uh-huh and so for like something to just drift on by mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah it's very eerie i would imagine in the darkness like you mentioned yeah did uh did
1: you hear about the guy that got swallowed by a whale? Not in the Bible, but like recently, I, a real person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heard about the guy in the Bible. Yeah.
1: Um fairly recently, you know, within the last six or eight months or so, some guy, a lobster diver or something, um, was legitimately swallowed by a whale for like thirty seconds or a minute or something.
0: Man swallowed by whale offshore diver yeah swallowed by a humpback whale michael packard is that his name gives a thumbs up on the week of june 11th that friday yeah wow
1: anyway the article I, i've read it a couple times talks about how he's just like swimming along and then it, out of nowhere it just goes black and his first thought is well i'm dead you know and then you just get spit out. Yeah. I <coughs> spits him out. This to me, this story to me, is so hard to believe. And I know it's real. Like I have no reason to think it's fake. But a whale has a tongue the size of a car. And the tongue is the strongest body or the strongest muscle like per cubic centimeter or whatever in the human body. I can only imagine that's still true in animals. Like I don't understand how he wasn't just crushed. you know it'd be one thing to like suffocate in there, but I feel like just like if that whale decided to push its tongue up against the roof of his mouth, he'd be
0: yeah, and why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? Did it know Well sup- I mean is that like is that like when we're eating steak and we get a piece of fat or something? Well, I and think like, so, because
1: I think it was like a I think it was a humpback whale or something which he eats uh, my favorite. Eats krill, you know, so it doesn't have teeth, mm-hmm. it just has like baleen, like those yeah. whiskers. That it's that trips me out, like to see the inside yeah. of a whale's mouth and it's all just hair, it's oh, like yeah. disgusting. Yeah, um, so I think it can tell that, like, oh, I'm not actually supposed to eat this, you know, and it'll spit it out, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know,
0: just the amount of power isn't it, isn't it wild that one of the is it the humpback or the gray whale's the largest? I don't know that one of the largest creatures on this planet eats one of the smallest things like isn't Uh krill super tiny yeah it's like uh it looks tiny compared to yeah it's
1: (laughs) it's almost microscopic i'm pretty sure i mean not that small but like the
0: size of a small bug you know in the water have you ever have you ever seen um um i don't want to get too far into this but have you seen the uh, blackfish documentary on netflix um
1: i I think I watched it a long time ago and I don't know if I finished it but it made me really well, sad so
0: yeah it was sad but there's this thing that that I've just kind of noticed with you know my education in oceanography oceanography which is nothing <laughs> <laughs> again I don't think that's a word yeah but um that that sea animals are so intelligent
1: yeah, they see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dolphins and, so and when stuff, you're making, especially. Yeah,
0: so when you're making that connection of space, mm. that's kind of where I'm at. I've mm-hmm. I, I never thought about that, what you said, like, oh, would I go to space and live for a year? And I was so cavalier, like, hell, hell yeah, yeah, I, I would. would.
1: <laughs> but I wouldn't live on a <laughs> ship in the ocean where people could easily come yeah. get me
0: if they needed to. And And we know how to do this right. really well, yeah. right? But maybe there's like a lack of security to the frequency that we go out into the ocean as opposed to space is such like a it costs so much.
1: Yeah, you would be on you would they would know you're there. Any any person could just go out into the ocean and I feel like no one would ever know. You know there's a reason they drop bodies in the middle of the
0: ocean. Yeah, think yeah, there was just this article the other day about there's this there's certain location where people's basically just tennis shoes are are washing up. Uh, um, I don't like that. And they're saying it's not because of like some weird mafia thing, but that when people, when they decompose in the ocean, the shoe kind of helps preserve the bone of the foot. What weird? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so they were convinced at first that this was like someone just throwing stuff of oh, the ocean. Yeah what they realize now but then the other weird thing is why are there so many
1: in that spot <laughs> people in the water yeah it's because they're dropping bot okay i saw a tiktok <laughs> i saw a tiktok the other day that said um i on my tiktok algorithm i get a lot of these like weird shower thoughts type videos yeah. where it's just like ridiculous thoughts you know but this one was people are willing to swim in the ocean knowing full well there's corpses somewhere but you don't want to swim in a pool if there's one corpse. So that means there exists a corpse to water ratio, which people are <laughs> comfortable with. <laughs> you know, I well, think the logic falls really apart pretty quickly there. But <laughs> I just stuff like that is fu- is funny to me. Also, um, oceanography is a word. It is the <sighs> study of the physical, chemical, and biological features of the ocean.
0: So. Much. Well, I haven't been doing that, but I bet that one girl that was swimming with the great white does that. Yeah, probably. Um, you should watch, You should pull that video up sometime. It's crazy. This thing is massive. Yeah, all scarred. You know, think about think about the stuff that shark has been through, like all the battles it survived. Yeah, you know, right?
1: Yeah, like when uh <sighs> when sperm whales wash up or whatever, and you can see all of the uh, scratches and sucker marks and stuff from uh, giant squid. That's kind of wild. And the giant squid thing
0: is a whole nother.
1: Uh, Yeah. When I was a kid, dude, I used to be like irrationally afraid of giant squid. I think I I saw some video. A lot of my fears are driven by like random things I saw on National Geographic as a kid at like two in the morning, you know, cause (laughs) I'd fall asleep with the TV (laughs) on and I used to watch Discovery Channel or or like National Geographic and stuff all the time. I was big into that kind of thing but I I like have this memory baked in of like the beak thing of a giant squid and like just thinking about getting annihilated by that. And so, yeah, I think whenever I think something is going to get me in water, it's almost always a squid or something with a beak. You know, it's rare. It's rarely sharks that I think about. It's like the entanglement of tentacles and a beak.
0: So in, in the Bible, doesn't it say God made water first? Uh and then he made the land? I don't know, dude. Whew, been a
1: while. But what I was going wanna, what I I don't was wanna gonna, Google Genesis one right now. <laughs>
0: um What I was gonna say is I wonder if when he created all of these sea creatures, he was like, I better throw them in, in that big tub over there. Yeah. Because if anyone sees these, yeah, I just saw a video the other day of a squid. It was like one of two sightings that they've ever had of the squid, way down deep, yeah, they're sending a robot down there, you know, right, right, with a little light and they they basically just first see the ends of the tentacles, and they're just these long stringy, yeah, far away from the robot, I'm sure, yeah, you know they're way zoomed in and and then the like the body of it kind of comes into focus, and it's just I mean. <sighs> Can you
1: imagine being the first person to see something like that? You know, like there has been times in my life where I've thought, I've, where you, you think you see something out of the corner of your eye and you kind of go, like, you kind of feel your stomach drop, you know? Where it's like, yeah. what is that? Or you see something in the dark, you're walking out in the dark and you see something or whatever and you just get, like, tense. I can't imagine being the guy monitoring a
0: camera when something Just bizarre shows up, you know, when we were living in the same town for a while, and um, I was rooming with some other guys, we lived in this house that was kind of on the edge of town, yeah. And it's kind of going around that there'd been some mountain lion sightings, and people were posting pictures or whatever, whether they were legitimate, I don't know. But right around that time, and I always wanted to think it was just my looking for it, yeah. But I swear, this one night we came back to the house super late, it was my roommates and I, and we had this old dog kennel on the property that was just kind of like worn down, and we didn't have a dog. Yeah, It was kind of in the corner, a bunch of trees. <clears throat> like I said, we're right on the edge of town, dark out. I shut the headlights off, Uh, get out of the truck, and I and I usually parked a long ways away from the door, so I was always kind of like... An elementary kid, like, running to the door, basically, yeah, when I got right. back there at night. <laughs> but out of the corner of my eye, I see this thing that looks like maybe the size of, like, a golden retriever. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking at first, oh, I said, there's a dog. This thing went up over the chain link that was the old dog kennel and then went into the trees. They they heard all that. Yeah. But they got out on the other side, right? And I, and I started running towards the house. I'm like, "What? What was it? What's wrong? And we got inside, and I was like, "That was that had to be. I don't know what else yeah. that big that moved jumps that, that, that high." Yeah. And I and I every day then every all of us were trying to park like in the lawn by yeah. the back door where we <laughs> like it was a competition to get the closest. <laughs> don't want to be spot. the furthest hit from the house. <laughs> I don't want to be the slowest you know what's what's
1: messed up is what you did is the worst thing you can do in running away oh yeah, yeah, but what are, you, what are you gonna do dude, I grew up where i I didn't grow up, I was born and I lived in uh Fort Collins in Colorado for a while, and uh my elementary school was right on the foothills, like my my house was a block away, and then the school we went to was right on the foothills by the mountains and You know, there's a bunch of parks and walking trails and stuff between my school and the mountains. Part People don't believe me when I say this because it sounds ridiculous to anyone who didn't grow up there, but we had mountain lion drills at recess, which was they would like, we're out at recess playing and they would sound an alarm. And we had this like protocol of what we were supposed to do if there was a mountain lion out there at recess, which like Mm. in reality, I don't think, I think mountain lion, mountain lions are are probably pretty skittish if there's like a lot of activity, you know, I don't know that they would just run up and nab a kid in the midst of recess, but could happen. Uh, We were supposed to, and this is ridiculous, a, a bunch of just like elementary schoolers out at recess. We were supposed to stick our arms out to our sides and walk backwards to the school slowly, which like. It seems ridiculous, and I can only imagine how ridiculous it looks to drive by and see all these kids <laughs> making T arms and just like walking backwards, but <sighs> what supposedly you supposed to that's like,
0: what you're supposed to do. School up, like a school of fish, or you just wherever
1: you're at. <sighs> yeah, I think just wherever you're at. I don't, I don't remember that clearly, but I just have this vivid memory of um, mountain lion drills at recess. Yeah. You're not supposed to run.
0: See, there's places that we're not intended to have been. Yeah. That we go. Yeah. And there's guys that are always talking about uh, some of the guys that I've hunted with before are like, yeah, when we go way out and like, we, that's the wilderness over there. You know, yeah. it feels like the Lion King and I'm Simba. And They're like looking over there and they're like, over there? Yeah, there's no trails or anything, but that's where we go. Right. And you're like... Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. And, and they never have had like horror stories. You know, there's been, like, things they've seen... Until they do. Exactly. When they're always, like, handgun in the backpack type of thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm not the kind of guy that... I don't get off at the idea of going places I'm not supposed to be. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't like to put myself in situations where I feel like I'm going to need to pack a gun in my backpack in case case a non-human thing tries to attack me. You know, like, I just... I don't have... I know that people do, and i I'm not, I'm not saying anything about them or people that like to explore or whatever, but maybe it's because i'm a a little sissy man, but <laughs> i just I have fun doing other things, you know I don't feel like yeah. I need to encroach on on uh you know s- someone else's territory, someone else meaning an animal that can eat me, you know yeah,
0: but you know whatever yeah i always i think about that a lot with. Well, the ocean, like you talked about earlier, you said there's somebody who wants to do that. Yeah. You know, and and you said it's probably a general fear. Yeah. But there are people that just want to put themselves in situations that
1: they Yeah. My gut reaction is that I think man man meaning humans, not just men, Mm -hmm. kinda has this desire to like impose its will on everything else. You know, so like, I think some people really like the idea of being like, yeah, I went somewhere where no one else goes, you know, because Mm -hmm. I'm a, you know, whatever. But I think some people are just genuinely curious or, or whatever. You know, I don't think it's a toxic thing. I'm just saying I'm, I don't have that thing inside of me.
0: (laughs) A thing I hear a lot is, is, uh, yeah, man, we slept on the ground on, on our sleeping bags and that was it. And I was (sighs) like, why did you do that? I know. Why don't you take a tent? I know. I need to take at least a cloth barrier right. between you and a grizzly bear. Yeah,
1: I did that once um, after I graduated high school. A group of friends and us and I went, what we called was camping, but it was just like five miles out of town, you know? Like, yeah, I, but- I drove into town to get food and came back. But, you know, it was our th- <laughs> just this thing that, you know, we decided to do one night. And uh, we all... A few of us slept in the tent, but some of us slept just like sleeping bag outside. And I was one of the idiots that went sleeping bag outside. And I never need to do that again. Yeah. It was cold. It was wet. Mm. I woke up damp.
0: That explains why your beard's so full. It's not. Yeah, that's... I know, man. That's... I would like to do a trip like that every once in a while. I think about it. I, I may yeah. be the kind of person that, that does want to do that. But then I also think sort of like you, there's a lot of people doing that already. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily be need to be another one. Yeah. You know,
1: I would want to do it somewhere. I don't know. I I just genuinely don't feel like I want to do it. Like I have, I love the idea of going to like national parks and seeing like these great sites and all this, but Mm -hmm. my version of that would be go to the park and then go back to the hotel, you know, like in the next or the closest town or whatever Mm -hmm. um like i have people i've got this group of friends that's like really into camping and all and all this stuff and i think it's super cool you know i have nothing wrong with it i would enjoy going um but when they're always like their default trip like if i say like we should take a friend's trip or vacation sometime their default Mm -hmm. is camping and not like the fun camping it's like the roughing it camping Mm -hmm. and i'm like bro that is not my idea of vacation you know like i meant like go drink on the beach for a week kind of thing yeah
0: you know yeah i think what i think it is really is kind of like this constant drip of amazement and and realizing the vastness that is out there in the world you know and and for me you know like you said i think about national parks the same way like there's a reason they put a fence up around this place because right. all the really cool stuff is right here. You right. Know? And you got to pay 10 bucks to see it. Right. It's totally worth it. But you know, there are some things, you know, when I was hunting with these guys where I just had this feeling like I knew I would never see that again. Yeah. In another place. And, and honestly it got me thinking when I was, when I was hunting with them that, there's a part of me that you know these are the kind of guys that don't take a lot of pictures i'm right. really bad at it too you know yeah but um i kind of felt like i was the one sort of documenting what was going on right and man like yeah we got some cool pictures of elk and whatever and and all kinds of of animals but like it was the the views and the scenery and um I, I, if I, if I wouldn't just join the ranks of like another photographer, because we probably don't need any more of those either. And yeah. um, I would have loved to like taking a camera, right. you know, just a good high powered lens and get some of that stuff. Cause yeah. yeah, it was unreal. But I go back. I go back. Right. Like you said, I, it isn't my every trip. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Have you heard of how many people go missing in national parks every year?
0: National parks.
1: Yeah like a very very common thing. I mean, not like on the order of like tens of thousands of people every year, but um it's like not unheard of for people to never come back from national parks speaking of fears. and these are I mean, these are the people that, you know, like we said, insist on going off the beaten path and probably get eaten by a bear or you know, fall yeah. down a, the side of a mountain or whatever and don't really know what they're doing, but
0: Dude, this one time we were in I don't know where, doesn't matter. My wife and I were hiking We had the boy with us and he was like in her pouch or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And we're going, we went like maybe three miles in on this trail and um, we knew the weather was going to get bad later, Mm -hmm. but we weren't really sure beforehand how long it was going to take us to do the hike. So when we got about three miles in and then we were going to turn around There was all these people with like really heavy gear that were just covered in dirt Mm. and mud, Mm -hmm. with helmets, shovels, everything, and they were just booking it back. Whoa! And I don't and and there was this thing that was like, did they get in trouble when they weren't supposed to be there, or Mm -hmm. like what did they see, or maybe they knew that there was some weather coming, right? Right, So they were headed out, but um, she kept asking me, like, should we keep going? Should we keep going? And I kept trying to pull it up. You know, you always have bad yeah, service, but I was right. like, it looks like we're just rain. Uh-huh. We got the coats and uh, we we went the whole way and we, we saw some really cool stuff, ended up turning around and coming back. But it was this, I don't know how long those people had been out there, mm. but they just had this thousand yard stare in in their eyes and none of them were really acknowledging it was just kind of like
1: uh that is that is so eerie in its own right though i mean yeah that's the kind of thing that would keep me up at night you know like almost like it seemed like a bunch of npcs running by but they're yeah real humans
0: like what's happening over there yeah that i'm about to walk into i'm guessing maybe they were digging for i mean People legitimately go treasure hunting, yeah. national parks too. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Um. When, when I was working at a, a rental car place way back, these guys came and rented a truck for like two weeks and they brought it back just completely annihilated, mm. like scratched up, dirty, dinged up. But they said, you know, we were talking to them when they brought it back and they were like, we're really sorry, it's dirty. We're from out of town and we don't really have a way of I mean, we could take it through the car wash, but there's more problems here. If this doesn't
1: than, if this doesn't end with they were treasure hunting, I'm gonna be
0: mad. They were treasure hunting. Whoa, two guys. Yeah, they had a bunch of gear. Another vehicle came and picked them up from the from the dealership. I don't know, man. It was there was a certain kind of person out there. Yeah, that will just risk life and limb for the chance. Adventurers, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is cool. It is cool. What other fears
1: do you have? Open water. Um, That's the only one we've really talked about. Yeah. Um, I, let, me, let me give you one of mine. Sure. Yes. I am ridiculously afraid of spiders. Really? I am really? full-blown arachnophobic. Yeah. I did not
0: know that. Yeah.
1: Little ones are fine. I'll just kill them, you know. But anything bigger than like a quarter, full diameter, legs yeah. and all, like a quarter I'm heebie jeebies. Like, yeah, it really makes my skin crawl. Like the when I see, <laughs> I, like, I have to look away when I see it on TV or whatever. So, no like, way. W- when you're talking about the ocean, you're saying like you still watch like videos of the ocean and think it's fascinating. Yeah. I cannot even see watch videos of spiders and stuff. Wow. Right? Yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I my, used to have w-
1: the, I used to have this fear, like insane fear that i would be at a friend's house sleeping over and they would put a tarantula on me like in the, in my sleep cuz i had seen a bunch of videos you know of people doing this as like a it's a prank bro sort of video nah. you know oh. we like when i was in uh like really young uh, first or second grade or something we went to the denver zoo or something or the butterfly pavilion in denver denver or something for a field trip and one of the things you could do there is hold a tarantula, you know, and you get this sticker that says, "I held a tarantula." How old were you? I was probably five or six or something, uh, but I yeah. couldn't do it. you I mean, about to get messed up. <laughs> that makes sense as a kid, but I've gone through the thought exercise of how much money would someone have to pay me to like hold a tarantula in my hand right now? And honestly, dude, I think there's no amount of money that someone could give me. <clears throat> Lord like almighty, I, I would yeah. freak,
0: I would freak out. I couldn't. And do Tarantulas it. are like mostly harmless. That's what they say. Yeah. It's still this thing crawling.
1: It's on just you, the right? it's just the number of legs. Like millipedes and centipedes and stuff do it for me too. We th- the apartment that we live in, we have all of these freaking I don't some sort of centipede, like in the fall and summer and spring. And they're nasty. They've got these long yeah. ass legs and a hundred,
0: two hundred legs or whatever.
1: Oh, they freak me out, dude.
0: That's another. That's that's another thing where one, the one, who, the creator of the universe was like, "Let's put let's put six legs on these," and and whoever was with him was like, Sick? Uh, It seems like over that's it. a lot of like, legs." Put man. eight on these. Put eight and give them thanks. <laughs> I love Oink. I love the memes of like
1: God is drunk. Like, God. like it's like a comic panel of him being drunk. Be like, put eight legs
0: on it. Put a yeah. hundred legs on it. Let's just see what happens, man. Millipedes. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> like, yeah, <Lord>. yeah. <laughs> I don't... Man, did you know? All right, you should have told me this a lot sooner in our friendship because. Well, I was afraid you're gonna put spiders on me. No,
1: I wouldn't do this that. This is why I don't tell people about it because we, I wouldn't do that. We live in this cult, We live in this world now where people do super cruel things Evil to each other and say it's a prank and put it on TikTok. <laughs>
0: it's a prank, bro, it's a prank. Bro, it's a prank. Chill, chill out, bro. It's a prank. <laughs> yeah. Um. I wouldn't ever do that. I don't really like handling spiders. I don't know if I've ever even really done that. But um, I will tell you that I find spiders super fascinating. Yeah. I'm not really afraid of them. Yeah. But did you know, I just looked this up to make sure, and this is the top result on Google, so it's definitely correct. Yeah. But it says one spider can eat 2,000 insects in one year. So wow. have you seen have you seen the Spider Bro memes? No. Well, it's this <laughs> this comic that some people have done, other comics have done, where it's like this, you could let a spider live in your house, and he's basically like watching out for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, there was this one where the spider saw like his girl cheating on him with another guy. Uh huh. Kind of iffy. Sorry, but the spider was on the wall, and he told the guy when he got home. And then they like high fived. Yeah. And then spi- and he's oh, like, and he "I them. let you stay here and eat the bugs." Uh-oh. And this sp- no, it doesn't. Kill <laughs> <That> <laughs> See where my brain goes? They're just like, <laughs> "Kill it!" I just can't kill that. So well, I like I like this comic. <laughs> yeah. this if this <laughs> ends with
1: the spider dying, I'm subscribing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, think about that. Most of them I are know, not trying. Yeah, to I mean, I know they s-
1: they serve a purpose that I understand is to eat other yeah. bugs, but. Um, yeah. I wish they would eat the freaking centipedes. And the thing with oh, spiders yeah. is they, they, they usually chill in their own, in the corner, Yeah, they spin their web or whatever. And I do think like, as much as I'm afraid of them, I think they are fascinating with how they build these webs and yeah. like, it's all meticulous and it's all, you know, very geometric and stuff. I think it's really cool, but I, yeah, like, I, I remember going, in this apartment, there's so many bugs here. And it. I, I've thought about moving for that reason, honestly. <laughs> like, I used to have a hard time sleeping because I was thinking that there was going to be bugs on me in this yeah. apartment. But uh, yeah. I went out to my grill once on the patio. In the morning, I was, like, doing meal prep in the morning or something for some reason. And I pulled the cover off the grill, and then I look up, <clears throat> and, like, right by my head, there's this massive web. I'm talking, like, five or six feet diameter web and there's this giant black and yellow spider i swear to god like the size of my hand but like real thick body and then really stringy legs you know i went inside and i grabbed a broom and i was like i'm just gonna baseball bat this son of a bitch across the yard like i don't i thought about like hairspray and firing it but i didn't want to burn down the (laughs) apartment you know (laughs) So I did the baseball bat thing, dude, and it sounded like I hit a baseball with the Boom. broom. Yeah, it was like... A thunk? Yeah, and then it was gone, Ooh. and I was afraid of that because I didn't really know where it was. So then I was just like, ah, I yeah. feel like it's on Get me. Inside. Is it on me? I feel like it's on me. You know, that, <laughs> scene, my back. <laughs> that scene from
0: Friends, but... Uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah, I don't fuck yeah. with spiders, bro. The only other good story I have about spiders, since we're going to have a lot of... Uh, spider lovers coming after us. Because everybody that listens to this loves spiders. Yeah. When we were growing tomatoes at our first apartment, um, there was this orb weaver outside. That doesn't mean anything. It's a spider outside on our tomatoes that had this web slung from our patio table to the tomatoes. Yeah. And tomatoes are always getting attacked by like gnats and stuff like that outside. Right. So. I realized one day I went out and this guy had like 10 or girl had like 10 spiders. Yeah. Or, I mean, 10 bugs oh. in his web. <laughs> yeah, He's like, this guy just collects spiders, collect spiders man. He's wild. In garden. You could have yeah. told
1: me that and I would have believed you. I'd be like, that's a great yeah. idea to protect your, <laughs> yeah. I mean, why wouldn't, why yeah, wouldn't you do that
0: spiders. to protect your tomatoes? Yeah, I get it. Uh, <laughs> but so, I mean, we'd go out and eat breakfast there Almost every morning, and against my my wife's wishes, I would always detach the web mm. from the table and reattach it on the like railing of the deck. Oh, and he he would go up there and like patch it up. Really? And then he'd just go back and chill. Yep. Whoa. Always caught bugs, and then sometimes I'd move it back, or sometimes I'd let him figure it out. Sometimes you would grab the web,
1: re- the web and re and just restick it.
0: Yeah, because it it was basically four God, I can't wait for this to be on TikTok. It was like four <laughs> long strands yeah. and then the intricate part. Uh-huh. But you could just grab one and and you basically just like thumb it. Huh. It stays. Uh-huh. And then he would go like literally right away he'd be like See, I would be I
1: mean, afraid, God. I would never do that because I'd be afraid I would grab the spider and then it would immediately end up on me. Like it would yeah. sh- just like run <gasps> up to me like, what are you doing with my web? Then you
0: fall off the three-story apartment. And yeah, <laughs> like a scary movie montage. Hanging by your shoe. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's ironic because Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Oh yeah. You couldn't pay yeah. me enough money to hold a tarantula, but if you could promise me I would turn into Spider-Man, that's what would do it for You'd me. do it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty dope.
0: Yeah, that, I love him, too. He's, he's one of the best. Yeah. I always liked that he was reluctantly mm. who he was. Yeah. But he felt like he had to de- remember Uncle Ben.
1: I kind of I get tired of that superhero arc of this, like, doesn't want to be a superhero oh, superhero. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so burdened by this responsibility now. It's like I get it, but, dude, it would be dope. <laughs> Stop pretending yeah. like it's not cool to swing yeah. from buildings and stuff.
0: In Spider-Man One, when he got that Dr. Pepper from across his room with his web, I was like, "That's it, right?" I'm as long if as I couldn't do any of the other yeah,
1: stuff, I would fight all the crime in the world if I could just <laughs> grab something from across the room. You <laughs> give up your personal
0: life and all. I mean, I get it, but dude, yeah, it's probably worth the trade-off. You have power. I, I think he was probably making less money than he led on because he was the best photographer of Spider-Man. Yeah. In New York City. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you gotta make decent cash on you that, be, right? Yeah, doing something. Or though rent's hard there,
1: so yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> I don't know. If, hey, I from don't Nebraska know. I don't know about in over the, there. In New York. I don't know about in the Marvel universe. They never talk about rent in that in that world. Yeah. Uh, any other fears, man? Before we wrap up here. Um, Anything
0: fun? I'm really afraid of no. the dark. That's just. No. Yeah. Go with, go in a little more detail.
1: Well, when I was a kid, I was every kid is afraid of the dark, but mm-hmm. I always felt like I was more afraid of the dark than any of my friends. Like I always really? did the thing where if the I had to turn the lights off, I just ran from yeah like blindly ran from where I was yeah going to where I was trying to go. But even now as an adult, like I get really uneasy in the dark. Mm-hmm. Even in my yeah. own apartment, I know it's locked and everything, but um, yeah, something about like. I think I think we'll run out of time before we have a chance to talk about like our actual life fears, but I think I have like a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty serious fear of the unknown. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the thing with like the ocean and the dark and everything for me is just like not always knowing what's there.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, let me just finish with this little tidbit. All right. My son yesterday um, was playing with the flashlight and the lights were all on mm-hmm. and I was wanting to show him how cool it looks when the lights are off and your flashlight's still on right so I went probably 20 feet away from him to the light switch to shut it off and and he was holding the flashlight in his hand still but all I hear is this "Eh." (laughs) and I was like whoa whoa wait I was like no you're supposed to think this is cool yeah
1: this is a this is a father son moment, and you're ruining yeah. it by whining. So, so the... I
0: was over by him, yeah. you know, when he starts getting upset. So I run back to the light, and turn it on, and then he would just like dropped the flashlight. Like, nah, we're not gonna do that. It's <laughs> like, man, that was the first thing. It felt felt like a lightsaber when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. The lights were off. Like,
1: so you you were not afraid of the dark as a kid?
0: No. Weird. Um, no, I wasn't. And I think maybe my video just stopped. Uh, yeah, I can hear you, though. You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. No, I wasn't afraid of the, dark, of the dark as a kid. I I do like a little light on now as an adult because I feel like as a kid I never got up. Yeah. But as a grown man, I am constantly getting up. Right. <laughs> in the middle of the night.
1: <laughs> or anything. Fair. Yeah, you're a nightlight kind of guy now just so you can see.
0: <laughs> nightlight guy. Yeah. Fair. Fair.
1: All right. Well, now everyone knows that I'm afraid. If you if anyone mails me a spider, I quit the podcast. I'm never doing it again. That will be <laughs> the straw that breaks this camel's back. Please do, like I'm I'm telling it's, I'm not even doing a bit. Like don't be funny. <laughs> if I ever see you in real life, please don't try to be funny about spiders with me cuz I little rubber it'll spider. It'll ruin my it'll ruin our interaction for the rest of our lives. So I'm just, you'll never, open see. you can open, tell yeah. cause I'm like getting anxious <laughs> yeah. now that people know this about me. I don't really tell people about it cause I'm anyway, I have yeah. trust issues. All right guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of similar vein podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe. If you haven't already hit us up on Instagram and TikTok at similar Vane podcast. And until next time we will see y'all. Y'all. Yeah.